This is Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ball Game on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket. Welcome back, Idaho Sports Talk. Prater in the Ball Game, and this is one of those. This is why you listen to Idaho Sports Talk moments. Let's hit up our Fat Guys Fresh Deli hotline and welcome in the 2021 Daytona 500 champion. The 34-car Ford Mustang Front Row Motorsports, Michael McDowell. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. You know, I guess that the first question you've probably got a million times, but winning the Daytona 500 last year, like, how has that changed your life, like, on and off the track? Yeah, you know, there's definitely things that have changed, and, you know, those things being, like, notoriety and exposure and opportunities for our partners and all those things sponsorship all that's gotten better and it's been awesome but in like the areas that matter really life hasn't changed that much um you know it's uh it's neat and it's awesome that i got to experience it and you know live out a a dream come true um and i'm thankful for it it's been been an amazing journey you know, I saw you had the fastest time in the practice session, and obviously you win it once. Maybe you have that thirst or appetite to, to get another one of these. What's it going to take for Michael McDowell in the 34 car uh, to make this a back-to-back and win the Daytona 500 again? You know, I think it's just about having the same mentality and approach that we had last year, and, and that's you know to work hard and be aggressive to get ourselves in position. And then just maximizing, you know, the opportunity when you get there. I mean, you know, Daytona is a, a fun racetrack, really challenging, hard to get to the very end of these races. They get wild and crazy. Um, and so just doing what we've done in the past to, to get us, you know, to the end and have a fighting chance. And um, really the mentality stays the same. You know, it's just because we want it doesn't change the desire to win again. Uh, if anything, it's increased it, just knowing how much it's done for our race team and, you know, for our partners and, you know, making the playoffs and all the things that come with it. So we're really motivated to uh, to go back to back here and, um, you know, but there's a race and there's a lot of other people out there that are going to try to uh, win the race as well. So it's going to be a fight. We're talking Daytona 500 with 2021 champion Michael McDowell. Straight from Daytona 500, the race is Sunday on Fox, qualifying tonight, qualifying on Thursday night. Michael, you were the 100-to-1 underdog last year. I also noticed, looking through your bio stuff, that you're from Glendale, Arizona, where a former Boise State football team won a Fiesta Bowl in Glendale in that stadium as the ultimate, ultimate underdog. Do you consider yourself, was that an ultimate underdog performance last year? And do you consider yourself different now? Um, You know, yeah, it's. I think that, I don't know. I don't think we were the underdog coming here. I mean, I know that people say that, but. If you just look at our stats the last five years here, I think I have as many, if not the most, top fives and top tens out of any of the regular drivers. So, you know, even though we hadn't won races, we've been in, you know, that top five coming to the white flag a lot here at Daytona in the last, you know, five or six years. So I don't feel like an underdog, but I definitely see why um, people consider it that way. Um, yeah, so, you know, I I never really thought too much about that. I just kind of come here and try to do my job and, and try to get the victory lane and, you know, not worry too much about, you know, the peripheral stuff. But 
um, it's fun to surprise people and shock them for sure. <laughs> we, we definitely like that part of sports. You know, last year watching that race, again, watching some of the highlights of that finish and looking at your career, you've talked about the 358 previous starts where you didn't have a win. You've talked openly about sleeping in rental cars, paying your dues, doing your stuff that you have to do. And, and last year you were so patient in that race. You guys are in a fast, aggressive sport. But patience seems like it's a big, big virtue, and you kind of pulled that off last year. Do you consider yourself a patient athlete? You know, I think that for me, I'm not super patient in general, but, you know, I do have a strategy here. And, and you know, it's, it's just worked out for me the last few years is I'm really aggressive to try to get to the front and then get in that top five. The top – yeah, top five is really where I want to be. Um and then once I get in that top five and I feel like I'm in a good spot, I sort of back it down a little bit and wait till the end. Um, if I'm running 15th and there's 25 to go, I'm going to be super aggressive and not patient at all. But if I'm in that top five or I can see that top five, you know, I'm going to wait until it counts, um, just knowing how these races unfold and how they typically play out. So there's definitely strategy. There's a myth to all the madness for sure, and everybody does it a little bit different. Um, but you know, I think just having a plan, executing your plan and, and, you know, knowing your approach is really important. Love talking to the 2021 Daytona 500 champion, the 34 car, Michael McDowell joining us here on Prater in the ball game for someone like me, Michael, who's not a diehard NASCAR fan, but certainly knows about the Daytona 500 and how big it is. You having been in this race, having won this race, what makes the Daytona 500 so special? What makes it the great American race? I think just the history, the, you know, prestigeness of the event, the, you know, the guys that have won here, the guys that haven't won here too. You know, this is one of those elusive races where, um, you know, the best of the best have, you know, sometimes failed to get to victory lane here. And so um, it's definitely, you know, for us, this is our biggest race. It's, the place where you want to win. And I think the history of our sport in NASCAR, um, the prestigiousness of what the Daytona 500 means. And, you know, I think more than anything is just the exclusive um, club of Daytona 500 winners that there is. Last year, limited audience, uh, not only for the Daytona 500, but for a lot of different sporting events, full crowd expected this weekend you know, feeding off that energy, being at the Daytona 500, which is one of my bucket lists, camping inside, getting after it, and being there for the whole week and experiencing the whole week. What's it going to be like for you to have those fans back in that stadium and, and just have that place just jumping with all kinds of excitement? The fans are still an important part of what you guys do every single day, especially you guys. I mean, you guys are greeting fans every single day, all day long. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's been, you know, even – even just Monday and Tuesday here, just been fun to have fans and interacting and signing autographs and kind of feeling like we're back to somewhat of a normal. And that's, that's been cool. Um, you know, there's, it's been a couple of years since we've had that inter- interaction and that engagement. And, um, you know, it's amazing. We got a sold out crowd here for Sunday and camping sold out and the infield sold out. It's going to be a big event and looking forward to 
having it have that feel again of just, you know, the significance and the magnitude of, of, you know, the Daytona 500. Michael McDowell, you know, now you're known, obviously, for being a Daytona 500 champion. But before that, you were kind of known as the guy who got in that crazy crash at Texas Motor Speedway in 2008. And I've been in a, a car accident, nothing, nothing like what I saw you go through. But I know how you lose your stomach in the sheer force of being hit by another vehicle or crashing your vehicle into an obstacle and and i've kind of been through there what was it like what was going through your head i mean your accident lasted several seconds and your car spun what 15 20 times what's going through a guy's head when all that is happening uh don't die (laughs) (laughs) right yeah you know just it's just a wild you know it's wild crash it's one of those things that you know, even to me, it's still spectacular to watch it, you know, 14 years later. It's just um, one of those crashes that, um, well, you always see replays of. It's always going to make the highlight reel. Um, and, yeah, there's just, you know, there's just so much safety in our sport and how safe our cars are. And, and, and they've gotten better and better and better. And so, you know, it's, yeah, it's a testament to a lot of hard work and, you know, a lot of, you know, smart people working through how to make our cars safe and make them safer. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not what you wanted to get known for, but it happened. And, um, you know, everything's a part of the, your story and the trials and the journey. And, uh, I'm thankful that that's not the only highlight reel now, uh, for my career. Um, <laughs> uh, it's nice, nice to add the Daytona 500 to it. And, um, you know, hopefully this year we'll be able to add more wins and, and run up front and challenge for wins more consistently with this next gen car. We're talking to Michael McDowell, defending champion of the Daytona 500. Daytona 500 this year is on Sunday afternoon on Fox TV. You can check that out. Michael McDowell, this is the most honest question I could ever possibly ask. We spend most of our time chasing down Boise State football players, and it takes, <laughs> it takes 24, 48 hours, sometimes a week notice. Dude, I made a call yesterday to your publicist. I've watched racing enough to know that you guys are going to be interviewed on Sunday 10 minutes before you drive, and like you said, you could go off and die, but you're still doing interviews. What is it about NASCAR? What is it about NASCAR drivers that makes it so media-friendly, so accessible, so much appreciative of what you guys do and how you connect to the fans? Why is it different for you guys? Um, That's a great question that I haven't thought a lot about, you know, compared to other sports. I think that you know, our fans have more access um, to the drivers and to the teams, for sure. Um, it's more of an interactive sport. But also, if you think about, like, you know, other than the other stick-and-ball sports, you know, you have that team element and you have, I don't even know how many players are on an NFL team. What is it, 60, something like that? Yep. So you got one team and a bunch of stars, right? And where in our sport, it's the drivers are the stars. And so I feel like each individual team and each individual driver has fans and has sponsors and has branding that's different than the guy next to them. Um, and so I think that interaction comes with more of that, that individualized fan, fan base. You know, they're rooting for you. They're not rooting for, you know, 60 of the guys out there, right? And so it's a little bit different. And um, and then, too, I think it's just how our sport's always been. You know, you, you just take that short track, you know, grassroots mentality of lo- running at your local short track. Everybody's hanging out after the race and talking and, yeah. and bench racing and signing autographs. 
I mean, that's what our sport was built on. And so um, I think it's just the precedence was set really early on as far as being, you know, fan accessible and engaging. Um, and I think just the layout of our weekends and the layout of our format allows for it probably more so than, you know, uh, stick and ball sports. So I think it's just different in general. Michael McDowell, you've been racing since you were a little kid. You've been all over this world racing different kinds of series, different kinds of cars, everything from go-karts to these NASCAR rocket ships. There's a couple of NASCAR-sanctioned tracks in Idaho, a couple of oval tracks. Have you uh, ever raced in Idaho? Idaho. I don't think I've ever been in Idaho. Um, It's going to be one of those states that I haven't been to yet, but... um, Huh. Yeah, there's only three or four that i got to mark off the list, so it's coming soon. But I bet you've never done sports talk radio in Idaho before. This has got to be a first, and this has got to be a career highlight for you. It is a career highlight, you know, and I've done a lot of media today, too, so it's, uh, <laughs> you guys are setting the bar high. What, what's the worst question you've been asked today, and please don't tell me it was one of mine. Uh, you know, I didn't have any bad questions today. I mean, that's one thing that's fun with being the Daytona 500 champion is, like, that's what people want to talk about. So it's always pretty easy. Um, today was pretty easy. And, um, yeah, where in years past you get questions like, you know, when are you going to win and uh, <laughs> all those other questions that come with it. <laughs> the, the last question I wanted to ask you before we let you get back to uh, to your day, but when you go to bed on Saturday night, do you sleep well? Because you got to get up on Sunday morning and go to work. And it's a lot different than us going to work and talking on the radio you got a lot of consequences. How well do you sleep before a big race? Yeah, so, you know, the nerves and pressure are there for sure. But when it comes to sleeping, it doesn't matter. The world can be crashing down around me, and I'm still going to get eight hours of sleep with no problem. So, oh, wow, wow. Um, but at the same time, when I when I wake up and when I'm going to bed, I mean, I feel that pressure. You know, it's, it's a big race, and it's a big deal to us, and there's a lot on the line, and um, it's super important. But when it comes to sleeping, I got that down. I love this guy. I'm rooting for you. I'm, uh, you know, fifty to one. You don't get those odds a lot on a defending champion for this race. I'm all over it. Michael McDowell, the 2021 Daytona 500 champion, with the Great American Race coming on Sunday. Hey, man, thanks for this time. Thanks for coming to Boise, Idaho. Michael McDowell, we'll be rooting for you. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Hey, Prater. I just during that interview. I went and put five bucks on Michael McDowell to win the Daytona 500 this weekend. 225 smackaroos coming my way if he hits that. And cool guy. Yeah, I had fun with that. That was that was cool. And it's just cool that NASCAR and, and motorsports in general do do those kinds of things. I wasn't joking. I mean, yeah, yeah. We, we get cut off Boise State football players on Thursday. They need 48 hours <laughs> of media-free time before they can play a football game on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, they'll literally be interviewing these guys in their rocket ships on Sunday morning, 10 minutes before they drive off to, to potentially die. So uh, I've always kind of joked around with that when it comes to motorsports. I love that part about motorsports. It's pretty cool. The last one, that do, it's happened twice in the last 24, so years, Sterling Marlin back to back in ninety four ninety five, and Denny Hamlin racing for your boy Joe Gibbs in nineteen and twenty. So uh, it's happened recently. You could uh, you could be pulling off a big 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 paycheck on Sunday. I'm certainly rooting for Michael McDowell. Good stuff. We'll give you that interview again in hour number three today. But Prater, Boise State basketball. Uh, some say historic recruit that they got to commit from. JP has the details. Big-time commit to Boise State basketball. Coming up next on Idaho Sports Stock Prater in the Ballgame.